Thanks for joining us for the Changing the Industry podcast, where we try to effectuate change for the better, one conversation at a time. Part of that change is providing help for those that need it. This is why we've partnered with the Institute for Automotive Business Excellence. Whether it's help with sales, operations, or just getting your numbers in order, these folks are some of the very best in the industry. And for our listeners, they'll sit down with you and go over your strengths, your weaknesses, and the opportunities that are in front of you. They'll create a customized plan for how to move forward absolutely free. That's right, free. And if your plan includes one-on-one coaching, they can also help you with that. There's no hard sales pitch, no obligation, just honest help from honest people. So if that's something that you think could benefit you, make sure you click on the link in the show notes. And now, on to the show. You know how many recordings we have set up since we've been here? Probably 300. Oh, I'm sure. And none of them will happen. No. And it's whatever. And so <laughs> I just say hello and nod and say thank you. And then you, like, I walk away and he's like, hey, how's the kids? How's life? Let's talk about philosophy. And let's, what? No, we got to go. Let's, let's move on here. Oh, my God. It's pretty and he goes, though, I it? met your husband seven years ago and this, that, and the other. And then somebody else comes and says, I met your husband 14 years ago and this, that, and the other. And I did. Yeah. 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 That wasn't the point. You missed it wasn't the point. The, he's missing the point. <laughs> he's missing it, the I point. Know. Again. Okay. Uh, you guys want to be like, right, like slide right that sucker right there. on top of you. Make sure, okay. <laughs> make sure everybody's in frame. All right. We're good. How you doing? Good. Yeah. Into the mic, dear. See, that was a test. (laughs) You're not talking into the mic. Slide slide that sucker away. You gotta come forward. Slide your seat up first. If you can't smell the thing, you're not (laughs) close enough. Oh, you slide the seat on up. You can. Listen, you're gonna want to lay back later, and you're gonna be like, yeah, yeah. I gotta move, man. There's something underneath there. Yeah. the leg table and the leg the and everything else. The the chair is leg. Yeah. Yeah. The leg for the table is there, man. I always knew you were a stoner, but I didn't know it was that bad. <laughs> oh, I know. Too many hits in the head. Oh, my God. <laughs> too many beers. Yeah. You guys are too close to Colorado is the problem, right? Oh, God. Yeah, the smoke that just comes over the mountains. moving in. It's not even funny. We're getting it oh, in Kansas God. all the way oh, yeah. over here. Well, they Kansas legalized City. it in Missouri, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, it, now it's it's always been legal, but it, now it's recreational. Oh, yeah. Uh, is legal. Yeah. Okay, so I lose a filter. You know that. We're going to be okay. <laughs> There's filters. <laughs> we, listen, we have said some things this weekend that if. Um, yeah, we're not releasing those episodes. <laughs> <laughs> David. Candace and Jesse. <laughs> yes. You guys changed the name of your shop. Yes, we did. How did that go? Um, It was okay. It was interesting. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. But before we do that, right? Not a lot of people know the whole effing story <laughs> about what of how this happened and it is a changing very, the name no 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 before the changing the name a lot of people don't know like how their ownership of the shop came to be and how like super stressful and just like hardcore the process was and i think she needs to tell that story <laughs> what's the name of the town you're in wakini wakini yeah. yeah how big is the town i mean like 2500 people in the county yeah 2500 okay. people in the county but you're not that far away from Hayes, and Hayes is pretty big. 36, 36 miles. miles. Yeah. But All that's right. going 100 miles an hour. 
down 70. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you'll get there in 15 minutes. That's fine. Yeah, pretty well. <laughs> It'll be okay. So tell, like, you got to tell, like, how you got the shop. And, okay. like, because that mm-hmm. was, dude, I felt stressed out by that. <laughs> like, that was intense. It was kind of crazy. So, um, Jesse and I were living in Oklahoma. He's worked in the oil field for most of his life as an adult. Um, after two kids and two oil field booms, we decided we had to do something different. Um, his family has been mechanics, his stepdad, his dad. So that when we found out that there was a shop in my hometown back in Kansas for sale, um, we came up and looked at it. We literally like jumped in with both feet within a month yeah. of even finding out it was for sale. Um, the actual ac- acquisition and like process took almost three years yeah. um, to get to the point where it was ours. Yeah. And that, that's the hard, that's that the, was the hard part. So it wasn't like a clean purchase. It was like, no, no we'll finance it or owner financing that yeah. kind of yeah. deal. Yeah, okay. So we went through the banks. We had good credit. We had some money in the bank and because I had changed industries and hadn't been in the industry since 2001 to 2017, and a oil field background current, they wouldn't give us the money. Yeah. And then they wouldn't give us the money because the original owner was stayed on and he could try and screw us over because he knows how the system runs. Okay. Boys, I don't know how much closer to screwing you over that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Screwing you over how, though, is he was going to try to subvert the business? That's what they were worried about. Yeah, the bank was worried that that he was going to be able to steal money from us because he was still involved. And so that was part of it. Um, They actually also told us, so if you move across state lines and you haven't been in a house for two years Mm -hmm. and you change industries, you can't get a loan because you don't have the work history and you Mm -hmm. don't have the residential history. Sure. So we shot ourselves in the foot and didn't even know it. Yeah. So first of all, to get people to move to rural areas, which is a huge thing that needs to happen, yeah. and so that we have more services for people that are out there, yeah. you, you can't hardly do it because they tie your hands before you even get started. Yeah. And then we had the part of the owner staying on with us, which they used against us, which I didn't understand because you know we were thinking we have somebody that knows, so we're going to be able to do better because there's somebody that still knows that's there. Yeah. And that went. So the deal was he was going to, you guys were just going to pay him a set fee like Mm -hmm. monthly or. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we, and we did. And then when we finally got through, he was still working for us when we finally got through with the bank and we paid him off, it just turned to shit when he realized it wasn't his shop anymore. Mm -hmm. He was disgruntled and just a complete jackass. Yeah. But he didn't just like, Hey, here's your final check. Yeah. Goodbye. No. no, he was he was working for us as a technician. Yeah. He was okay. working full-time in the shop with us every day. So you guys intended on keeping him? At first. Yeah. Because we hadn't been in this industry. I, David, I tell people all the time, the most I knew about cars before we bought a shop, I could check the oil in my personal vehicle. I could check the air in my tires, and I knew where the stuff was to, to put a spa, spare on. Yeah. On my personal vehicle, because my daddy made sure that I knew how to do that before I went to college. Yeah. That was it. I didn't understand any. Of it. You put put gas in the tank and you turn the key. Yeah. And so we kept him on thinking that he would be able to help us get going. Yeah. And he would show us the right direction. And I had been gone for 17 years from it. So there was a huge learning curve to get 
back to where I needed to be. And I'm still not perfect by any means. Yeah. But Lucas and I have been telling you about parts tech for a while now and how it gives you access to unlimited parts and tire vendors and direct integration with over 35 shop management systems. And now they've just launched a new referral program. All you have to do is open your parts tech account, go to my shop and click on the rewards tab. There you'll find your referral URL, which you can share via email, text message, or on your social media. If your referral signs up for a new account and places five orders in the first 30 days, Parts Tech will send you a $100 gift card. That's it. Nothing else is needed. Your referrals can get you $100 just for using Parts Tech, which by the way, is absolutely free to get started with. So if you're using Parts Tech already, start sharing that referral link. And if you haven't signed up for Parts Tech yet, what are you waiting for? Click on the link in the description or go to partstech.com forward slash podcast. That's partstech.com forward slash podcast. Hey, one more thing. If you find out that your shop management system doesn't integrate with Parts Tech, it's time to upgrade. David and I use what we believe to be the very best system on the market, shopware. With unmatched features like Parts GP Optimizer and DVX, which is their digital vehicle experience, Shopware really is way more than just a shop management software. With it, you'll be able to create an immersive and interactive experience for your client, setting you apart from everyone else using run-of-the-mill software. Are you ready to upgrade? Click the link in the show notes to get started. Watching it, right? Like, because I saw the toll it took on both of you because he turned into a psychopath, right? And and I, I think looking back now, I think Hold on, that- hold on. Let me, let me ask you, because you- I don't know any of the story. Um, the the so he he turned sour. Mm-hmm. It was it like covert hostility. Yeah. Yes. You guys didn't know he was doing stuff to some to of it. Hijack and the, some of it was like he. And part of this is I feel like part of this is my fault because I didn't know any better. But he had me convinced that Jesse didn't know shit. And that Jesse had no idea what he was doing and that Jesse was not doing the things that he needed to do for our business to work. He was like constantly planting seeds in my mind that I had to get rid of Jesse constantly and constantly telling Jesse that he didn't know how to do stuff, constantly belittling him, constantly telling him he was doing it wrong, even though he was doing it right. Jesse would ask him a question he wouldn't answer and I'd go play the dumb girl and go, I don't understand. And he would explain it to me. He was constantly doing those things. He was going around town talking bad all over About town. About the place that was pay- paying him a salary. Yes. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. For and a place he would misdiagnose him. a vehicle and then blame it on me because I didn't check it before I did the repair. Oh. Yeah. There was multiple instances of that where he said, this is what's wrong with that. These are the parts you need to order. Jesse would put them on. And then he'd go, well, that's not what I meant. He oh, should have checked it and yeah. he should have. So we put parts on a vehicle that it didn't need. So then I'm eating that. Yeah. 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 How many times did that happen? I think that would have been a couple quick. Yeah. On the second one, I went like, yeah, let's let's come up with a procedure here. This isn't going to work. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, watching it from outside, because that was, that was even stressful for everybody watching it from outside. Yeah. Right. And, and knowing what you guys were going through. And how how long did it take you to, to realize that this is, so we this is untenable. Started, yeah, we 
We bought the shop in April of 17, so we missed Vision that year. Mm. The one good thing that came out of him staying with us was he had come to Vision since its inception, like he had been here for a really long time. So in 2018, we came. Um, we went to training that year. I took a couple of Rick classes that year. Mm -hmm. In 2019, we signed up with Rick, and it was August of 2020 when we finally let him go. Yeah. Yeah. August of and, 2020 when we finally let him go. And And here's the thing. You signed up with Rick in nineteen. Mm -hmm. How? When did you cut him his last check? August of twenty twenty. No, no. When when did you finalize the purchase? Um, in the spring. And then turn. Yeah. I think of it was 2020? in the spring. Yes. I think it was in the spring of twenty twenty. So like before COVID. Okay. Right? Yeah. yeah. Before. So COVID. he he went. He gets the last check and then and then he turned. Yeah. He was doing it a little before. Yeah. But not nearly. So like he was after just a jackass to begin yeah. with, and then oh, yeah. he just became well, and a full he, he was oh, yeah. a he was yeah. a technician turned shop owner that had no clue, yeah, what he was doing in the first place. Dude, you're in a county twenty five hundred, like that's every shop, right? Yeah, yeah, it's all of them. I yeah. mean, uh, we we have several shops in town. I mean, I have three that are legitimate in building shops now. There's several others that, you know, do it in their driveway just like everybody else. And we try really hard not to talk bad because you're in a little town and you can't and you don't. Yeah. And because your business model is not my business model. Yeah. But he was that owner who everybody else in town did it wrong. Yeah. And he was that person who his personality, he was out there just beating people down all the time and he constantly talking bad about other shops. I don't do that because I don't want them to do that to me. Right. And you can't do that in a small town. Yeah, because it yeah. will get around. Well, because you're talking to somebody's cousin or brother or uncle or sister or baby's yeah. mama's aunt. I don't know, you know, yeah. and you can't be talking bad about people. And So you guys dump the guy and mm -hmm. then decide, you know, we need to, a clean break. We're going to change the name. Well, we had been looking to change the name, but money was a factor and rebranding was another issue. It had been there for a long time and had a fairly decent reputation not great but fairly decent so that was the deal and then we had a large windstorm come through 90 mile an hour winds and it took all our signage out so if you're going to replace ten thousand dollars worth of sign now's the time to rebrand yeah, as well rebrand yeah yeah so it was interesting though that after after he was gone like after we cut ties completely he's no longer in the shop Finally gets around town that he's no longer in the shop. The people that came out of the woodwork and the things that it's we were a, told. Yeah. 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 And the things that you hear. Every time. And, you know, even even before that, though, the whole tool situation. Oh, geez, Louise. Where, like, uh, I'll let you tell it. But, I mean, yeah. that was in, I mean, to even next. think what he thought. Yeah. So, the former owner's brother-in-law is a lawyer. The former owner's brother-in-law wrote the purchase contract. Okay. In the purchase contract, in section seven, I can read it to you because I remember, it says all property contained here within, including personal tools. Go to you. Go to us. Yeah. They're ours. Yeah. I bought them. Yeah. He goes, that's not what that meant. Take me to court. I got a signed document that says otherwise. He did. He took you to court? Over his tolls. Over his tools? Yes. What was his justification? What judge even looked at it? 
We didn't end up going to court. We ended up going to a mediator. But he sued us. I mean, he he thought he was going to court and he was going to win. We ended up going to a mediator. Drugs make people delusional. Is <laughs> <laughs> there drugs? Oh, I'm sure. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, neither did we. We were like, I don't know what you want. It says right here that those are mine. Yeah. And his his lawyer brother showed up at the shop and threatened Jesse. I mean, like. The guy who wrote that? Yeah. Hey, you wrote it, dude. I don't know what yeah. to tell you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you went to a mediator? Yeah. We had to go to a mediator. And we, I mean, we had to hire a lawyer. We had to spend all that expense and do all of that to prove to him that his tools were ours. And, it and finally, the mediator saw it and goes, hey, this uh, is pretty black no, and white. No, no, mediator. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess that's how it ended up. Mediator saw that it was ours. But he's like, well, you know, you got to gotta concede something. And I'm like, no, I don't. I'll take it the rest of the way to court. I don't care. And he ended up, what did he end up He paying? paid us a little bit. Yeah. Not, not all of yeah. what it was worth, but yeah. just to be done and, and out of the legal system with it and stop paying lawyers fees. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we ended up getting a check back from him so that he could have his tools. And then the whole picking up of the tools situation. So then, oh, you know, man. you have to have, he wanted to be able to come into the shop. Yeah. That's not going to do. No. And just wander do. around and pick his stuff up. Yeah. No, no, that's not how this works. So we had already had to do a walk. Like we had already had to shut the shop down for a day for both of the lawyers to come over and us to do a walkthrough mm -hmm. so that he, we could even go to a mediator, you know, and go to court and all this crap. And I, I would, I'd already lost money doing that. Yeah. And then he wanted to pick him up on a Saturday and the lawyers set it up. Yeah. It's a nightmare, <laughs> man. <laughs> well, that, the lawyer set it up at 8 a.m. So we're there at 7. We spent the whole day Friday. His, his lawyer set his it lawyer. up at 8 a.m. His lawyer set it up at 8 a.m. on a Saturday. So we spent all afternoon on Friday gathering all of his things from in the shop, the list that we have and all this stuff, and putting it in one bay that's secluded. We have one bay that we call the West Bay, and it's by itself. Mm -hmm. Right. And get everything put in there. We have two guys down there because we weren't going to be there. We were going to stay out of it and let him just get his things and be done. And we had two guys down there. They sat down there for four hours, which was his allotted time. He had four hours to get his things out of the shop. And he showed up with like two minutes left to spare. And he was like, no, no, it was supposed to be at noon. And so Jesse called our lawyer. I'm steaming at this time. Yeah. I'm steaming. Right. And I don't back down. I, I just, I don't care. But. Yeah, I was steaming. And your lawyer's like, well, you can take him to court, and the judge is probably going to say it's a miscommunication, and and he should be able to get his things. I'm, I don't see how that's my issue. His lawyer set it up. That's between him and his lawyer. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, well, that's how the judge should see it, but there's a possibility we could lose. And Yeah. So because that was part of the agreement was that he would have one he would have a one four hour block of time and whatever he couldn't get out in that four hour block of time was mine. I had every right to kick him off my property and he would have to leave. So because he showed up two minutes before his four hours was up, I mean I really think he did it just to be a asshole. Yeah. 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 Just to be a prick. Yeah. And well, it's he definitely like, was that. Are you kidding me? Right. Well, yeah. so what ended up happening? He. I let him load his stuff and kick we rocks. Done. Yeah, and we were done. And so. any communication since then? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> one, one communication. He was drunk as shit at a bar with some of his buddies, 
And I walked by and he says, hit him, hit him. What? He's crazy. He's just crazy. People are crazy. I wish they would have. People are crazy. I, I just, I just, David. You know? That's wild. It's, it's just, it's nuts. So, yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I say that if I were ever to do another shop, it would be one that I purchase. And yeah. I don't know. That freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> rule, rule number one, mm. don't let the owner stay. Yeah. The yeah. Owner's yeah. Gonna yeah. I that's think, a big thing. I think if that's how it had started. Yeah. If it was, hey, we're going to buy it, you're out, we'll mm-hmm. pay you whatever, mm-hmm. but you're out. Yeah. Because he, it, it, like, I remember the first few months, everything seemed okay. Yeah. It, it wasn't like, it wasn't necessarily comfortable for everybody, Mm-mm. but like, I, I, but started, it wasn't horrible. Right. Yeah. I started watching y'all's stress level like turn and go up. And I mean, there were a couple times I was worried about both of you. Yeah. Cause you were mad and she was sad. Mm-hmm. And like I was watching like this escalate worse and worse and worse. That yeah, was, was freaky bad. there for a little bit. You it know? was bad. It was it was hard. And we have two littles. We have a you know now they're seven and eleven. But back then they were bitty. Yeah. You know they were little. And having little kids is stressful anyway. And then you put you work together all day. I'm on the front counter. He's in the bays. And then yeah. you go home. And then you're now that you're home, you're fighting about what went on at work. Because you can't yeah. fight about what went on at work. At work, yeah. you know, it just—it's been so much better. <laughs> it's well, been it, so much better. And you add the money to it, right? Like I, I, my wife and I talk about it sometimes. Like that, those are the, that's really the only thing we we ever like tussle over. We we'll fuss over money mm-hmm. if things get tight and we get stressed out. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And so being being in that situation, that had to make that tough too. Oh yeah, right because. It's paying both of us. I mean, that's the only way I'm very, very good at, and I love this word, at catastrophizing. Love that word. <laughs> love it. I use it a lot. People look at me like I'm funny, and I'm like, no, it's a real word. Look it up. But um, I am really good at that. Like, I will go from, I didn't sell a cabin air filter to the kids are going to starve, like, right. that fast. Like, that's all it takes for me, and I am down the rabbit hole, and the world is coming to an end, and I'm a worthless mother, and I'm a horrible human being, and all of those things real fast. And so you don't sell a cabin air filter, and then your tech that was the former owner tells you that your husband is worthless and can't do the job. And so now I'm like, well, now we're going to lose the shop, and, you know, it just right down to the very bottom yeah. of it real fast. And then you, and go you were home. like, nah, I'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. That is literally, oh, if you, you could not, not have like, you could not have summarized Jesse any better. Yeah. Eh, all right, fine. It'll be fine. Whatever. It's not a big deal. And uh, he was. And work. so and then I was even more upset because he's not upset. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, just go right along it. It's crazy. So it was fun. It was good, but it'll all, it'll all work out. It worked out for the best. Did you ever but, yeah. get in contact? There was a gal that was coming out of the community college in mm-hmm. Hayes. Mm-hmm. I reached and out to her. She never, never responded, never responded. I sent her Facebook messages. I posted on her post. That. I, you know, I did. I reached out, but that's, that's, we are finding that this is extremely common. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not, not to pick on that one person, but no. it, it seems to be that, uh, Everybody t- wants to complain about the situation and we need to bring in good techs and we need to take care of the apprentices and blah, blah, blah. We need to pair good technicians with good shop owners 
or perceived good shop owners, you bend over. You can ask, I got no skin in the game. I don't mm. care two flips about any of you people involved. You put your time and effort into trying to make a connection, mm-hmm. and everybody decides to show their ass. Mm-hmm. The yeah. technician can't articulate or speak English or whatever, mm-hmm. and the shop owner all of a sudden is the biggest dirt bag in in history. And mm-hmm. like, what happened here? Look, well, and and you know, Paul was talking about wanting to connect shop owners with with clients. Yeah, it's because he hasn't tried yet. And and that's the thing is like. That that's one of the things we worry about is because like you're putting your name on the line, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And like, no, I, no, 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 no. We don't worry about it. We just stop doing it. <laughs> it stopped. And but all you have to do is get burned two or three times, and you're well, like, you know what? How am I wasting my time with this? Here? Yeah. You want to complain about your shop? Handle your business. Yeah. Go find another shop, but do it yourself. Don't come crying to me about this, that, and the other. Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm not gonna help. I've mm-hmm. tried helping. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to actually do anything yeah. about it. They just want to complain. So yeah. just let them complain. Yeah. It's whatever. They want to make they they want somebody to tell them what to do, but they don't want to have to do it. Right. Yeah. I don't think they even want that. I think they just they they want, want to feel complain. victimized and they want to they want everybody to go, Oh, you you know what though? You're a good person. Well, I do feel like a good person. It's like, yeah, you're a great person. And then that's it. That's the end of it. And then they'll kind of want to come back and do it again every single time they feel down mm-hmm. but they don't want to fix the situation they don't want to get out of the junk shop that they're in they don't want to actually do something to get techs hired and fill mm-hmm. their base they don't want to do anything yeah they just want to complain it's miserable yeah, yeah i don't want to do that i don't i don't have any desire to live in that cesspool. we, we <laughs> hired a kid had his own shop hired a kid he's begging for work he was no show <sighs> okay he fed some story about getting a divorce I give him a second chance. This was like months later, though. Like we yeah, hired like him two months later. Like two months later, he shows up with this sob story about I I got a divorce and I was in some legal trouble because of it and yada yada yada. And so Jesse gives him a second chance. So I give him another chance because I don't want to kick a guy when he's down. Right. And I've been had second chances and you know yeah. it's just Definitely. part of the game. Um, so we hired him. He come in with a whole bunch of drama that morning. Start, we started eight. He got in at seven seven thirty. He was there at eight thirty. He finally come in with a bunch of drama. Had to talk to his legal counsel to say that he had a job. So he made it till noon. Supposed to be back at one. We closed from twelve to one for lunch. And he sent Candace a message that said, "Hey, I've got to pick my daughter up from school." Okay, we're about family. We have kids, and and we're about family, too. So are you coming in back into work? No answer. Three months later, here he comes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You can't it, make this Made it this till noon, up. man. Made it till noon. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> you cannot make this stuff up. Where were the tools? He, he didn't, he have, didn't no. have any. They were in uh, the back of his car. Thank goodness. So thank oh goodness I didn't God. have that issue. But yeah, yeah, it was just like, you got to be kidding me. And then when he came back three months later, he had some sob story about yeah, the spider gears. Yeah, and his, the spider gears in his rear diff went out. Yeah. And that's why he couldn't make it to work. But, but, but you didn't call for mm. what? You know, like, oh, I'm sorry, what? <gasps> <laughs> People are weird. What, wasn't there oh. the, that kid? He, he owned a shop and... We were we were gonna we were gonna pay for him to come to vision. 
he didn't end up being the winner. We didn't pick him or for whatever reason. He So he drove himself. Didn't he drive himself? He drove himself. And maybe it was ASTE. I don't know. It was one of these shows. We go to the show and because we went to the Jasper thing. And yep. and he yep. shows up to the Jasper thing. It was a little training event right mm-hmm. before. It was right before ASD, yep. wasn't it? Yep. Uh, yeah, because I drove from Charlotte to to yep. Raleigh. So we go to the little training thing, and he's just kind of like he's following Lucas. And, you know, I, you get used to seeing that. Everybody just kind of follows behind Lucas. And, <laughs> and <laughs> like, he follows him all the way to the hotel room. And he's like, okay, well, uh, I'll see you good night. He's like, yeah, so where am I crashing? Yeah, I what? I don't know. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll uh, can I, can I come in? And he's like, um, let me figure out what you end up doing. I can't even. Remember. You left him. You let he like I, I let gave him, take, him. I let he, him take Scott's room. Yeah, he gave him one of his employees' hotel room and put, put poor Scott, poor Scott in the car, made him sleep in the car. He's like, dude, you gotta kidding? sleep in this car. I didn't put Scott in the car. <laughs> Scott doesn't sleep in the first place. So it's okay. Oh my God. He slept, somebody slept on the floor. Who slept on the floor? I think Scott slept on the floor. Scott slept on the floor. You wouldn't let him be the, the little spoon at least? <laughs> I mean, Scott would definitely be a little spoon. He's a, well, okay. Well, I'm saying like he would have been little spoon. He would have just. And you could have. It'd have been fine. It would have yeah. been fine. It'd have been fine. But just fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's oh, a giving him a yeah. hotel room. Like, yeah. where did you come off? Yeah. He tells me this, and I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, what was he supposed to do? And I'm like, tell him to go get a flipping hotel room. <laughs> tell him to get back in his car. He drove himself, yeah. right? Yeah. You, you know. Sleep in your car. Oh, my God. Couch over insane. there in the lobby. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couch, dude. I, don't, I didn't get your hotel room. Like, that guy I'm under sorry. the bridge has a tent. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly oh, right. You have people. a good one for that. What's that that you always say about um, helping people? Oh, there's a difference in a hand up and a hand out. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll give anybody a hand up, but I'm damned if I'm giving them a hand out. Yeah. But that's what they're walking around looking for is a handout. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, we've seen a lot of that. Now, now that being said, we've seen a lot of people who are willing to put the work in. Mm-hmm. We've talked to a lot of people who are willing to put the work in. Mm-hmm. We've talked to a lot of people who are not. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who are, are looking for something. We, we had somebody get super upset one time because we wouldn't like call out Google or whatever for, for not removing a review from their page and like got really upset over it. Like, no, oh. no, 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 no. He was posting and he was asking people to to flag the review because he was getting review bombed mm-hmm. because I'm sure he did something that he shouldn't have done. And he was mouthy. like, And I'm sure it was, he... It was one of the scammers had... Yeah, it was, it was... There weren't legitimate reviews and he didn't say anything inappropriate or whatever. But, you know, somebody reached out to him and said, hey, this will happen if... And I'm sure he mouthed off. Mm-hmm. Not that he didn't have any right to mouth off, but sometimes you're like, hey, you should be careful how you talk to people because you never know what the retaliation's going to be. Yeah. And he got the brunt of it. Oh, and he yeah. was getting review bombed. And they were all like illegitimate reviews. Mm-hmm. And so he asks, he gets on there and he's like, hey, can you guys flag these reviews? The problem was that he expected not only for people to get on and flag the reviews, but he expected people with like his circle mm-hmm. to also 
tell all of the people that he knows to get on there and flag the review. No. Now, he didn't say, hey, I really would appreciate it if you could share this because that would really help me out. And I'm sorry about all the horrible things I said about you in the past, but this time I could really help you. <laughs> you could really help me out. I'd be great. Well, that's not how that went. It went to how dare you not share it. All these other people are sharing it. It's like, dude, okay, that's that's fine. But we don't know each other like that. Yeah. We ain't cool like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. We ain't cool like that. No. But somehow we had to be, yeah. despite our the past. Yeah. You know, and, and where do you come off? Where do you come <laughs> off? The audacity. That's what like miffs me. I don't understand the audacity <laughs> of these people. The audacity oh, yeah. of the guy walk in three months later and be like, hey, my spotty gears been out. It's like, mm. okay, <laughs> how where do you get the sack to walk in here? Like, what is wrong with you? Do you have no shame? No. Like the guy no. who's like, hey, where am I going to stay tonight? It's like, <laughs> nope. where's I mean, the shame? Like, I, I, it's not even, for me, it's not even shame. Like, I could not imagine doing that. No. Like, I couldn't. I, yeah, I, I hate you would asking, be too ashamed to do it. Well, I know, but I hate even asking for like help. I hate asking, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I don't even do that. Mm-hmm. But, I'll, I'll just tough it out. But you see it every day, man. We had a lady that lived down the road from us and her house burned down. And I watched a lady walk up and hand her, hand her a $100 bill. And when the lady walked away, she says, well, she could have afforded a lot more than that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know? come on, and dude. Could <sighs> the lady have? Yes, yes. She was very wealthy, and she probably could have given her more money. But that's not the point. The point is is that she was nice enough to give you anything at all. Yeah. You're not her friend. You're not her relative you're not anybody that she runs around with she just out of the kindness of her heart walked up to you because you live in the same town as her and gave you a hundred dollars because you're going through a hard time and how the fire start (laughs) electrical maybe (laughs) electrical yeah well they didn't have insurance on the house so why would you have insurance that's just nuts well yeah it it accidentally lapped the check got lost in the mail the week before so i hate when that awful when that happens just a terrible turn of events especially when you can set up for draft now what? Yeah. There's a way to just have the money I, automatically I come out of your do account? Is, That's just crazy. As your house burns, you log into your account and pay your bill. <laughs> as, it's, oh, as it's on fire, yeah. That's the way to do it. And it oh, wow. Just, I cannot believe how many people drive around in older vehicles that they absolutely need mm-hmm. with liability only. Oh, yeah. Yep. I don't and understand like, it. I go, so you're paying like 30 bucks a month, which, okay, that's cheap. But for... $45 a month, you can have towing, rental, and comprehensive because it's a 2001 Corolla. Yeah. Like, it's not expensive. No. So why not just have the full-blown package? Now that you crash the car, you don't you don't have a rental. You don't have any way to fix the car. Like, they would have just written you, written you a check for $3,500, and then you would have used that as a down payment to go get another car. Yeah. They're not going to fix it. It's no. a 2001 Corolla. Yeah. But still, you need that money. Well, what are you doing? I don't know. All of I I've got it on all of my loaners. Oh right? yeah. We, all of our loaners. We see it every day though. We live on oh, I seventy. No, that's and really full coverage full? on my full coverage on my loaners. How much are you paying? It's through Federated. They do really good for me. Yeah. It's not very bad. No. It's full like coverage though? Yeah. It's like hundred and forty bucks a vehicle. I'm paying that for liability only. Oh wow. We don't yeah, live in Kansas yeah. City though. Uh, yeah. Is that, that what it is? I, it, probably probably. 
I got some clapped out cars. What's going to happen? Somebody hit a chicken where we live? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a goat? Do you have goats up there? We laugh, laugh, but we actually had, last year, we had um, a a loaner vehicle involved in a hit and run that I found out about about when the police officer called (gasps) me. Twice. and, And said, hey, do you have this vehicle? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, it was involved in a hit and run. And I was like, when... (laughs) <laughs> and thank goodness because of wonderful people like the two of you i had my ducks in a row and i had my signed loaner agreement and i had oh, my God. papers oh, and i had you know i had all my stuff and so i showed the i sent copies to the police officer i went out to my vehicle and i wouldn't have ever have known i wouldn't have any idea there was right. a little bitty dent on the back end it was a pickup on the back end yeah. of the Bumper and up just above the bumper on the tailgate. I never would have known. Never would have had a clue. Hit and run vehicle yeah. or they hit somebody. Hit, hit they hit a person. They hit somebody. No, a vehicle. Not a person. Not a person. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, I've seen old Bob at the diner. Yeah, he's dead. He was involved in a hit and run with your vehicle. Yeah. What? what? <laughs> I thought that was a goat. <laughs> <laughs> and then the same vehicle, not six months later. So two o'clock in the morning. Cursed. My phone rings. You guys and need to get rid of that. Your phone shouldn't <laughs> ring at two o'clock in the morning unless something's going on or somebody's drunk. <laughs> well, it was the cops. And they said, do you have a green shed? I'm still half asleep. Who is this? This is officer, whatever his name is. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Let me think for a second. <laughs> yeah, it's down at the shop. It's one of our vehicles. Well, are you home? Yeah, I'm home. Well, can you let me in? Am uh, I going to jail? <laughs> no, you're not going to jail. Um, All right, I'll put some clothes on and I'll come and let you in. So I go and let him in and they take you me down to the on. You just walk out there. If it would have been summertime, I would have. <laughs> so leave nothing for the imagination. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How you doing, officer? <laughs> yeah. Swinging in the wind. Helicopter, helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's got to be long enough to swing. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. You've been peeking at me in the stall. <laughs> Just stick straight out. That's all it'll do. <laughs> no swinging here. Oh my gosh! You guys are awful. Oh. <laughs> we go down to the shop and they Bloody search the shop. <laughs> Come back around. They stole the vehicle. And they used it to rip out an ATM. Now, let me repeat that. Let me repeat that. They stole a locked vehicle that did not have keys in it to drive 14 miles away, hook a chain to an ATM. Nobody steals ATMs anymore. We all know you can't get into them without destroying the money. Like, how stupid do you have to be? Is that is that true? I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. So they ripped <laughs> it like, out of the ground. God, she said that. They, they ripped it out it of the ground, left the pickup and the ATM there. Just from the shop? No, no it, where oh, they ripped the ATM miles out. Away. Nice. Yeah. So they left it there. And we didn't ever get the truck back because they totaled it because they had hit it so hard it bent the ball four inches down. Oh, geez. And they said they had, from the ATM, from the bank cameras, they had footage of it. And they were hitting it so hard that the rear end was coming up off the ground. Like two or three times. I mean, uh, most of my vehicles have been through something like that. I ain't totaled none of them yet. Uh, Yeah, you tell them, hey, I'm not going to total it. I just want the check. I I was like, (laughs) 
I just want the truck back. Yeah. Like, because it was in the middle of COVID and all that crap. So you, you couldn't replace it. Yeah. And I needed a loner. Like, yeah. I, I don't always, think you understand. I always thought of Wakini, Kansas is a safe place to be. <laughs> we did too until that happened. I'm starting to wonder. <laughs> there were, those people were from Colorado. Probably. Uh, high yeah. off their lines. <laughs> <laughs> Why decided, else would you steal an you ATM? Know what? It's a good idea. We should get some money out of this ATM with a pickup truck. Listen, so you think it can't get worse? These guys were super smart, man. The vehicle next to it was unlocked. The vehicle next to that was unlocked with the keys in it because the customer <laughs> dropped it off. After hours. So they broke the window and the ignition out. Yep. They needed a pickup. Yeah. Yeah, a two-wheel drive pickup when there was a four-wheel drive four-by-four four oh, Suburban and another for the other vehicle that had the keys in it that a customer dropped off, that was a four-wheel drive as well. They stole I, a two-wheel drive pickup. Listen, <laughs> I am a little offended as someone who used to smoke a lot of pot that you would think that a stoner would put that much effort in <laughs> to get an ATM. i just do without the money. Right? I have, listen, I have sat on the couch and thought, God almighty, I'm hungry, but that refrigerator is all the way over there. <laughs> like, I ain't worried about money, buddy. Just going to sit here. It's a gateway drug deer. They started that night on weed. And then they decided they were going to amp it up. Honey, I hate to tell you something, but <laughs> somebody who is is stoned is not going to amp it up by going and doing other drugs. There again, man, that crack pops all the way over there. I think I'll just sit here and look at it. That's a little, crack, a little crack in bikini. It's oh, fentanyl and meth. That's it. Oh, my God. Now, that yeah. might be part of the problem. That very well could be part of the problem there. Oh my Did goodness. we derail your whole conversation? No. Is this what you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> this this was up to you. Y'all started with the with the name change, and somehow we're talking about meth and Joaquini. I don't know what happened meth along Joaquin, the way. Meth and fentanyl. You take the fentanyl, it starts to put you asleep. You take the meth to wake you up. It's a thing. All right. Oh, geez. I, uh, that's what right. they do in the cities, yeah. man. Really? Yeah, that's what they do in the cities. Oh my god. Keeps you keeps you awake. So you can go do some more, some more fentanyl. fentanyl. No, yeah. you got, no, you got him thinking about it. Where can I get some? That seems like a very vicious cycle. It, yeah, these people are nuts, dude. They are nuts. It was uh, uh, Michael Schellenberger. I was telling you about this. He, he wrote a book called San Francisco, and he and like he was his prescription for the whole drug problem in, mm -hmm. in California. Mm -hmm. And yeah, these and he's walking around doing these. Twitter videos. If you look up his Twitter feed, you'll find the videos. And he's interviewing these homeless folks, and ninety nine percent of them are just high all the time. Wow! And it's like, yeah, we're here because they give us free food and a place to stay if we need it, and they give us paraphernalia, and sometimes they also give us some drugs and they give us money, whatever we need. So you know, they they've created this environment where they can just go there and hang out and get high all day long without having to worry about starving or anything else like that and the guy says yeah you take the fentanyl and then you use the meth to, to wake you back up because otherwise you'll fall asleep and not wake up so <laughs> that yeah. sounds rough 
That's craziness. It's a rough existence. Yeah, it is. What What did you want to talk about? <laughs> no, I just wanted to I come thought, and say hi and oh, that's, hang out for a minute. Next thing so. we know, we're on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> he was like talking it up like they've got something really important they need to tell us. And I'm like, really? <laughs> why Why don't they just tell you? Like if it's that important. I was like, I don't know. They want to talk about it on the podcast. Oh my God. And I'm like, that great. That is not what happened. It that is, is not what happened at all. It is now. Do you we see how he fluffs up the stories? Dude, this is what happens. <laughs> I'm just telling you, this is what happens. Yes, we're yeah. walking in. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is gonna be good. Yeah, no, we we're the, just want to say hello. We were at the bar at the Sheridan. Was it good on Wednesday night? And he was like, we should talk, we should record. I'm like, okay, yeah, let us know. We'll see what we can work out this weekend. And here you go, David. Was it was it good? <laughs> we talked about goats, <laughs> drugs, <Crack>. drugs. <laughs> yeah, ATMs being stolen. <laughs> Crazy shop owners. I think everybody's going to walk away from all these recordings and say, I don't want loaners. (laughs) (laughs) After all the stories from the shop owner lady. Oh, I just can't believe you don't have shop owner yet. I know. It's not expensive. It's very cheap. Uh, It's just one more thing. And with our loaners, well, and then we didn't even get to that part. (laughs) Two motors blown in loaners last year. Two. One was in a... what is it? A 92. An O2 Mazda. Oh, yeah. An O2 tribute. Mazda tribute, which is just an escape. And then um, a 99 Buick, the Sabre that we had picked up as a loaner. And both Dear, of them. You have to run those out like, of oil what? completely and then drive <laughs> really? them 30 miles yeah. to get them to lock up. How'd you guys blow up the engine in that? <laughs> I guess driving. we ran it without oil for 30 miles. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's at 31. When it clicks over at 31, it's a clunk. Yeah. What happened? Uh, I drove it to Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah. We got it because our customers complaining about having a diesel truck as a loaner because <laughs> it doesn't get good gas mileage. Okay. Well, it don't get my gas mileage at all because it's hey, a diesel. Hey, you need to know something about <laughs> diesel loaners. I have got a diesel golf. Mm-hmm. There is nothing you can tell people that will make them stop putting gas in before <laughs> they bring it back. You can't. There's nothing you can mm-hmm. do. And these people are like, but it's a car. <laughs> I know. Do you hear how it's rattling? I just thought it needed its valves adjusted or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you know what that means. <laughs> I know, right? Golly. Oh, but yeah, he, we did. Maybe it's out of oil. Yeah. <laughs> That's normal. It's a Volkswagen. You can drive it three yeah. miles and it's locked up. <laughs> Two and a half. But yeah, he drove it all the way to Oklahoma and back, which is a four-hour drive one way. Mm-hmm. And in the loner, no, in the loner, because yeah. we he had to go uh, to I a, went funeral. For a funeral, hundred eighty miles. Yeah, drove back. You were driving it. Yes. Yeah, drove back. So you blew it up. No, no, no. no. <laughs> loaned it to a customer, filled it up with fuel, parked it, loaned it to a customer the next day, took it to work, drove fine, coming back, made it on the off ramp, on ramp, and poof. Yeah, thirty-six miles to Hayes. Drove it thirty-six miles to Hayes to work. Right through the block. Coming home. And he said, what? I was coming up the on ramp. Oh, and he said, no, and it that just, guy was. Oh, yeah. He must have had it like hammered. I don't know. Yeah, he had and, it in first gear. He's yeah. like, oh, drive now one. <laughs> and then, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that thing's just pegging 6,000. Yeah. The red line's like 5,700 RPMs. It's like, clunk. Yeah. But yeah, we, uh, there's a couple of tow companies there in, in Waukini, and so we called both of them and said, hey, who can get there the fastest? And one of them said, I'll, 
I'll leave right now. And I said, okay. And so he got up and he said, when he saw him, he goes, oh yeah. He goes, he made it about halfway up the on-ramp before there was just this trail of oil oh behind God. him. No, that guy the, was driving that like an a-hole. That guy was, was there's no way. There's well, no, it's a three eight. I don't I, know because he's, he's driven lots of our vehicles. Like we've never had an issue with him tearing anything is that up like really or old and like didn't realize what gear he I was in know. or. He's you not know. at old. 60. I wouldn't think so. Yeah, but yeah, I just was like, like maybe a rough sixty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. kind of like your father-in-law. Yeah, it's not. He tell he tells me all the day. It's not the age. It's the mileage. Might road him hard, but yeah. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it Knock on wood. You guys, you guys are freaking me out. I've got two three eights in my <laughs> fleet. Yeah, I need those suckers to last. Yeah, I don't want to put any money in them. It's just money. You yeah. got all of it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I do not. Oh, gosh, that's too funny. It, it so. reminds me of this client I had one time. And a super nice guy, but but he had this Volvo. And, and it was the first time we'd ever seen their car. And he comes in and he says, hey, the car won't start. You know, um, it, if, occasionally you can get it to run, but but it won't go. And so I looked at it and it needed a throttle body. And I said, now here's the thing. I'm happy to fix the throttle body for you. No problem. We'll take care of that. But we all need to be on the same page. This oil leak is major. We need to deal with this. He said, Lucas, this car has been leaking oil for <laughs> years. It's not anything to worry about. You're fine. And I said, I understand that. But like to, to take it on a test drive, I'm probably going to have to put five quarts oil in this car. <laughs> Like, it's leaking. And he said, it's never leaked like that before. It's not leaking that bad. It'll be fine. And I said, here's a picture of me pulling it into the bay, and here's the trail of oil on the ground underneath it. And he mm. said, look, son, don't try and tell me something I don't need. It's never leaked like that before. And I said, I'm telling you, it's leaking like that now. Mm -hmm. And he said, I'm going to take it to, to my home shop in Raleigh. I'll get them to look at it, and, and I really appreciate you letting me know, but I don't want to do anything with it. He said, they just looked at it, and they said, it's not a problem. I said, okay. So fill it up with oil, put a note on the the repair order. Car has a massive oil leak. Please make sure that you keep it full of oil. We don't recommend driving it, blah, 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 blah. And so this was on a Friday afternoon. They picked the car up. I come back Monday, and the car's sitting in my lot. And I'm like, hmm. So I go out to the car and I hit the key. Clunk. Clunk. Yeah. And I look underneath it and there's oil all under the hood and there's oil underneath <laughs> it. And he calls me and he said, hey, something's uh, up with that throttle body you put on. <laughs> and I said, oh, no. He said, uh, do what? I said, that's not what it is. He said, I know. He said, in fact, I had it towed all the way back from Raleigh to you. <laughs> and I said, what? He said, yeah. He said, she was about 10 miles from Raleigh. He said, she said the little teapot light came on <laughs> and it said to pull over and she just kept driving. He said, um, she wanted to make sure she got home. And he said, uh, I'll be honest with you. He said, I had it towed back so you can put a motor in it for my stupidity for me to say sorry. And I said, could you please tow it back to Raleigh? <laughs> <laughs> and I put a motor in that car and, and they drove it for another 15, 20,000 miles. Ended up buying the car, right? Bought the car for five hundred dollars, sold it for twenty five hundred dollars. Nice. After Could putting you? the motor in it, yeah, it worked out good. Yeah, <laughs> wow. So, mm -mm. where do Candace and Jesse go from here? 
That's his, uh, I don't have anything else to talk about mm. phrase. Okay. He just throws it out there. <laughs> Good. Because uh, Candace has class, so... <laughs> You don't come to these things for the classes. Oh yeah, no. This <laughs> I you kill. <sighs> he doesn't come for the classes because he go. hates a classroom. That's how what we does do. he come for? <laughs> to hang out. Food, In the food. Fat boys love beer. food. I do too. You know yeah. what's the, the food's bad in Wakini? No, no, no. no. Just we just no. different. It's just different. We don't have, you know, the kind of places that you have here. We don't have a restaurant or a barbecue restaurant, you know. We've we got don't pizza have Hut. really? Yeah, no. We've got. No. You don't have Dairy Queen? Yeah. Subway <laughs> yeah. and McDonald's. Yeah. And then two restaurants, a Mexican yeah. food restaurant and a steakhouse. Yeah. No Chinese place? No. No. Not really? anymore. We're out there of used cat. to be. There used to be when I was in high school there, there was a Chinese place there. Yeah. Yeah, but no. We don't, you know, just come hang out and that's what he comes for. I tell people all the time, this is my Do happy podcasts. place. What? Eight what? hours a day in a classroom. Yes. What Sign What? Uh, what classes did you take? Really? Sign me up. Um, I took an understanding your P&L class yesterday. This morning I took a tech efficiency class. I was supposed to take a marketing class this afternoon, but I'm going to be late. So I won't go in until after break because I don't like interrupting people. It drives me bananas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So you guys, obviously I've got a cough and it's, I've got sinuses and it's just not fun. COVID. So, so we're all sick now. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, She's I'm got not COVID. Saying that. Double no. COVID. Yeah, it's not the at all. You're so, going to get us canceled. <laughs> you got to say the coof. Uh, so on Thursday morning, I was supposed to take an interviewing class and I couldn't stop coughing. And I literally left because I couldn't stop coughing and I felt like I was being a distraction. One of the other shop owners that I know was in there and she goes, I didn't even hear you once. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like both the people on either side of me asked me if I was okay. And I was done. I was like, I'm getting my crap and I'm getting out. And so I went and pouted in the hotel room. I was so mad because I had to miss my class that I wanted to take because I couldn't stop coughing. And Thursday afternoon, I powered through and I got it under control, took some medicine that morning and got it taken care of. And But I sat in the back along the edge so that if I started coughing, because I sit up front, I want to be up front, I want to be able to hear and see and all that crap. And so I sat in the back and I sat on the edge. The amount of people that go in and out of classes mm-hmm. yeah. constantly for no reason other than to go in and out of classes. Like if you're going to go in and out that many times, like I understand emergencies happen and I'm not talking about that. Like I'm talking about the people that sit up front in the middle and then walk behind all these people five and six times before the first break, go to break and then come back and do the same thing after. I'm like, why are you here? Just stay outside. <laughs> I got to get up. I got to uh, move. Hey, but I normally try to sit in the back. Yeah, I do. I usually sit in the back. Very I do. Dude, for I, that reason, I, I can't. Yeah. I have not he seen can. you in a class in like five years. He taught a class. He was no. in a class. He taught a class. Yeah. I mean, I took counts. it. Uh, I sat through. I think the last class, like I sat all the way through, was a was a Parmelis class. Yep. Yeah, um, I remember that the P and L. It was here, wasn't it? Maybe. Yeah, I think it yeah. was at Vision. I think that was the last right last class. I could just like I sat all the way through. Mm-hmm. And, um, I can't. I just can't do it. So uh, David interviewed my new service advisors. Like he went through the whole list of service advisors. He is way better at interviewing people than I am. <laughs> he says that, but he the guy hasn't started yet. So mm. if he we'll doesn't show up goes. on Monday, <laughs> or if he makes it till noon, I or he doesn't make you past noon, <laughs> I he's going to show up. Like, hey man, just you mm-hmm. show up. Yeah. We'll see what happens. he's going to show up a half hour late. <laughs> Did you send him like shopware stuff so he can like play with the shopware? Yeah. And, okay, I'm I'm miles ahead of you. 
<laughs> I was hoping. I kept forgetting to tell you, like, hey, let them log in. Let them yeah. watch the training videos. That was a, that was a, a good, it was a green flag for me because during the interview, he was like, yeah, I've been playing around with Chopware. It looks like really cool software. This was just after a kind of conversation with Lucas that, hey, this might work out. Mm-hmm. So he decided on his own to log into Shopware and, and play around with it. That's and, awesome. And see how it went. Yeah. Yeah. And and That's it was crazy because David came back and he like laid out. There were three or four people that he interviewed, right? Mm-hmm. And he came back and he's like, okay, here's your options. It was three. Mm-hmm. It was three. Yeah. yeah. Here's your options. And here's what this one will be. Here's what this one will be. And here's what this one will be. I'll be like, how in the hell did you figure that out? <laughs> He's like, well, they're each a different kind of person. And I'm like, man, go to hell. I'm just like, <laughs> like, are you, you know, can you be a service advisor? Well, I mean, I've been working at McDonald's. So yeah, mm-hmm. cool. You're hired, right? Like that's how I roll. And David's like, that's what, uh, what's his name? Cass, Case, Cass, Cass, Cass. That's what he did with poor Ethan. Yeah. You go to college? Yeah. Military? Uh-huh. Great. Run this store. I'll see you later. <laughs> what? Okay. You'll be, you'll be great. I think I will be great. <laughs> It'll be fine. Don't worry about a thing. <laughs> hey, you did. whatever you do. Oh it did not work out no, well. It did not work well, out. it did. I guess in the end, it did work out, but it was not working out mm. well. Yeah. Whatever you do, don't call me. I can hear Cass saying it now. <laughs> like, whatever you do, don't screw up and don't call me. Yeah. <laughs> Just leave me alone. <laughs> wow. There you go. That's a way to do that, right? It is. It's a very effective. <laughs> some some shop owners do it. Yeah. They just they get enamored with people. We were just talking about that. The amount of shops shop owners that are complaining about oh so and so oversold themselves. Yeah. No, they didn't. You heard what you wanted to hear, mm-hmm. and you were enamored, and you're like, oh, this person's gonna be great. He's an A tech. Mm. Did he say he was an A tech? Well, you know, kind of sorry. He said he could. Use LabScope. That's an ATEC. Oh, okay. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) In my class that I took yesterday afternoon, the presenter was talking about he owned a shop, and he still owns the shop, but he's not there day to day. He still goes in and does stuff, but he's not there. And him and his brother ran the shop, and they interviewed a guy, and they took the guy and his wife out to dinner. And himself, his wife, and his brother were at the interview. went really, really well. And then... As they were leaving the restaurant, he said, you saw that car, you know, that you just know, yeah. like it's got two donuts on it. And mm-hmm. he said, and the, and the back was just like full of trash. And he said, and we were like, oh, and we kept walking and the tech and his wife got in that car. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. And he was like, we were convinced, like we were going to hire this guy. He was going to be a great but it was fit a and tech? all this stuff. Yeah, it was a tech. Oh, I totally hired that guy. Just rolling around with two donuts. Yeah, yeah. He's he's got that thing bubble gum together, <laughs> some bailing wire, some that. Yeah, yeah, that's the kind of tech. That's like a run. Would you drive that thing? You know, two states over. Hell yeah! It's like, oh, I'm, I'm hiring this guy. No, <laughs> Hell <thank> yeah! <laughs> no, thank you. That uh, um, what really? Yeah, no. It kind of uh, shows. I mean, no, I, no. Whoever whoever told you don't listen to it. They know what the hell they're talking about. And now, if they if they are hiring as a service advisor mm-hmm. and the service advisors rolling around with it with trash just filled up in the mm-hmm. back and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, you're like terribly disorganized. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That? It's mine. Cell phone. <laughs> oh. It's mine. Sorry. <laughs> I thought I had it off. I thought I was on silence. Oh, this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> I know. Right? This is why we can't She's have not nice nearly things. as bad as Scott Palava though. Oh. 
Anyway, <laughs> if it was a service advisor and and you're like, hey, I need you to stay organized yeah. and this, that, and the other, yeah. and you go out to their car mm-hmm. and it's a disaster area, it's like, okay, uh, this person doesn't keep their life organized. They're not going to come to work organized. organized. Okay. That's not going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. But a tech? Uh-huh. No, 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 no. That's not my that my judge of is like oh I, I drive this ninety eight Corolla on two donuts and yeah it's a little it's got a little exhaust leak and, and stuff and then you ask them it's like how far would you drive that thing where I need to go I was like oh, yeah, you're the right tech for me you'd <laughs> be great you uh, as a tech uh, yeah. really yeah um have you uh have you ever watched the movie The Salt and Sea. That's probably a good thing. <laughs> um, it, it's a it's the end of it, right? Well, maybe it's not at the end of it. There's this little fella, and he is a arms dealer. Okay. okay, and he's got a table full of guns, and he goes from gun to gun to gun, explaining, and he, he you know, like a derringer. It, it's really just for the concealment, and it's the look, and it's the name of the gun, and mm-hmm. and you know, and. The nine millimeter, it's a Taurus. It's not reliable, but it's two hundred and fifty dollars. You're gonna get what you're gonna get. And he goes through each each pistol that's on the table. Mm-hmm. That is David when it comes to hiring people, <laughs> right? Like David, David lays these people out, and he's like, "So this guy, what you're gonna get with this guy is, is he's gonna be super loyal. He's gonna be super super bought into your process. He's gonna he's going to make sure that that your clients are taken care of." Now, this guy, on the other hand, he doesn't care about your clients. He doesn't care about you. He doesn't care about your business. As a matter of fact, he could care less about anything at all except for getting his damn paycheck. Now, he's going to sell $120,000 worth of service, and he will say whatever it takes to make sure that happens. Now, this guy, on the other hand, he's going to start a bunch of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not. Um, So at the end of this, I'm like, well, either David only likes one person on this list and just wants me to hire this one person. Yeah. I liked him. I liked Will. That's why. That's why I told you to recommend him. I liked him the most, though. I, they were all very nice. It was. Just, I liked that guy the most. Uh, I had um, a meet and lunch with a guy, a district manager for a big parts store, mm-hmm. and this guy was a highly regarded parts store uh, or district manager, highly regarded, and he he's talking about. You know, hiring and this, that, and the other, and he, you know, we're just talking business. Mm-hmm. And he tells me, he's like, "Yeah, when I'm when I'm interviewing for a store manager, uh, you know, I we have a whole conversation, but I make sure to note what car they pulled up in. And then at some point during the interview, he excuses himself and he goes out and he takes a look at the inside of that person's car, and he wants to know how neat, clean, and organized that mm-hmm. car is." And he says, if that car is trashed, no chance in hell I'm hiring them. Mm-hmm. Now, I am sitting here listening to this <laughs> as a wildly successful store manager. Mm-hmm. At this point, the only reason why I'm sitting there, one level down from these yahoos, as a, you know, in the lunch there, is because at this point, I'm not even running my store. I'm helping run three or four other stores and helping these store managers get out of their own way so they can successfully run stores. These are multi-million dollar stores that Mm -hmm. I'm operating here with 20 plus employees and lots of moving parts and Mm -hmm. millions in inventory and all that stuff there. And it's easy for me. Mm -hmm. And he's, and I'm listening to that going, what the hell are you even saying? Of course I didn't say anything because you know, I'm like, Mm -hmm. and this guy's, 
if he had looked at my vehicle, <laughs> I'm rolling in this like mid nineties Geo Metro. There are um vice grips <laughs> as door handles because the vice grips are, the door handles are broken off it's a geo metro that's what they do uh-huh. so i had just clipped on vice grips from the parts store uh-huh. you know and you just pulled out and then shoved the door and uh-huh. it the door would open yeah that's how you got in and out of the the geo metros no ac and the entire my seat back seat packed with papers training material <laughs> books junk that you had collected you know you get done with a training class and go whoop and into the back seat it goes and then all of the papers that they all the handouts and stuff like that that's where it went to and then you know a, a little bit of fast food like bags and stuff like napkins everywhere utensils whatever some cups <laughs> oh my gosh but david it just completely packed full and i'm like are you seriously judging a person off the, like how well and clean and organized their car is? Maybe this person keeps their stores nice, clean and organized, which I did. Mm-hmm. And their car's trashed. Who cares? It's a flipping car. Now, I'm not saying food. Like this roaches in your car, we got a problem. Oh, <laughs> the the TV story. Shoot. Dead cats. Oh, Jesse's got a dead cat story. Oh yeah, we had one come in with with Food wrappers up to the headrest in the back seat. Uh-huh. And this is July. And there's a in Western gosh Kansas. dang dead uh-huh. cat on top of all these food wrappers. I was <laughs> gagging on the way You open in. the door and you're like, is that fur? And you like poked it and like Oh, no, the you could tell it was a cat. It was, a, I mean, a dead it cat. A, it was like a- And you a, could smell it. An orange tabby cat. Yeah, it was orange tabby cat. <laughs> and I was hanging my head out the window, <laughs> gagging the whole way into the shop. Oh, my God. Hey, and he's screaming at me because he's I would have like, called the customer. I'm like, did you know there's a dead cat in your car? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's little tabby. Ta- she yeah. died a few years ago. What? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that's oh, how it was. To get this car. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, we just got a brand new scanner. And she's like, oh, I just had a bunch of work done at another shop. And. It didn't get fixed right, and now it won't work. Will you hook it up to the computer and see what's wrong with it? No, ours is broken. <laughs> hey, listen. I've he did. He was like, no, ours is broken. We did the – Never I can't schedule even that lady again. <laughs> I never. I think we did – what did we even do? Like a tire repair or something? Oh, oil change. An oil change? Yeah. I, I had a – I had a the, – the story that I tell with the brake cleaner and the car catching on fire and all my employees running out, <laughs> right? Yeah. This lady comes in and, and – uh, I had a client and he said, Hey, there's a lady doing the census. I feel bad for her. Will you fix your car and I'll pay you? Yeah. And so the car comes in. Man, it's nasty. I mean, it's next level nasty. There's litter boxes in the back seat. Now, thankfully, she's taking the cats out and she's put them somewhere else. <laughs> and, but there's litter boxes in the back seat where, and they have two separate litter boxes, not one, but she's got two cats and the two cats live in the car with her and she travels and, and so I pull the car in, and, and I'm looking for a vacuum leak. At the time, I had just started. I didn't have a smoke machine. And I'm, like, spraying brake cleaner around the intake, trying to find the vacuum leak. And it's, <laughs> I did find the vacuum leak, but I also found, like, all at the exact same time, I found a spark leak after I've sprayed the whole intake oh, manifold down. No. <laughs> the vacuum leak and the brake leak at the same time. <laughs> spark leak at the same time. Oh, no. And so I hit it, and it goes, right? So my employees, like, I'm like, hand me a fire extinguisher. 
they run out the door, <laughs> right? <laughs> they run out? Yeah, they're they like, just left they you? They yeah. knock you they over on the way out? They're like, <laughs> get out of the way, Lucas. I go. it. And so I, I'm like, get in a fire extinguisher. I go put it out. Are those employees still with you? No. And yeah, so for the best. <laughs> they didn't come back, right? And so I'm, I'm like, uh, you know, I'm messing with this car, and I, I, I deal with everything I got to deal with. Put the fire out, fix a couple wires that got burnt, fix the intake leak, put a set of plug wires on it. All this stuff. They asked me to do it, and man, the the floorboard in this car was sticky, right? It was like <laughs> gooey. Mm-hmm. And I kept laying down. I'm like working on the car, and I'm like, uh, hey, uh, listen, uh, listen, just listen, just listen. So I'm like laying down, and I've not met this woman. They dropped it off after hours, you know. And I'm like laying down like this, and I'm hooking the the uh, dongle up, and I'm doing this, that, and the other. At the time, it wasn't dongle; it was it was wired. And um, and I can't remember what it was. I think the parking lights weren't working, so I was going to put a fuse in it, lay down on the floor, pop the fuse in, whatever, get the car fixed. And so she comes to pick it up. And she said, hey, there's a light on. Can you come out and take a look at it, right? And she's picked the car up. She's out in the parking lot. And I walk down. And, she, dude, I've never been so sick in my life. This old woman goes, <laughs> and starts, like, coughing and, like, <laughs> heaves in the floorboard. And I realized that puddle of stuff that I was laying in was her, like, choking uh, in the floor. And I'm like, I've been rolling Loogie. Yeah, dude. And she's just, like, dropping it in the floor, and I've been rolling around it. And I'm like, I'll never forget. Your hair is all crunchy. That's what I'm saying. It's like I'm reaching up there and touching the side of my head, and she's doing that. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, I swear to God. I, and so these people post these pictures, these hoarders cars. And I'm, like, I'm not doing this. I have learned my lesson. I mean, I did. I had sticky shit in my hair. I, you know, my little cousin that worked for me, Jacob. You know, one we always call call Forty Foe. You remember the story about Forty Foe? No, no. So my my little cousin Jacob. I think you met Jacob at one point, Jacob. Um, he he had worked for us, not worked for us, and we'd get in these arguments, and 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 we're still close. But like he he'd piss me off, and I'd tell him to go to hell. And uh, he'd, <laughs> no, he'd I can't imagine <laughs> come back a few weeks later, and I'd give him his job back. Well, after a couple months, the shop had really grown, and and he needed something. He got fired, and he needed something. I'm like, cool, come back and work. And the, we when he worked for me before, we didn't have uniforms, so he he orders uniforms, and the uniform guy comes up to me and he says. Are you sure? And I said, Am I sure? I don't know what you're talking about. He said, One of your employees just ordered 40, 44 pants. And he said, I have never seen a pair of 40, 44 pants before. <laughs> he said, I don't think he's that tall. He's like, 40, 44, those pants are going to be like. <laughs> yeah. And I, I said, uh, Let's go ask him. And this kid was going to argue with me to the death that he wore 40, 44s. And he's like, I know I do. Don't you Don't you question what size pants I wear. <laughs> and I'm like, it's going to be $600 extra to order these pants because it's like a really weird size. He's like, I am positive. Don't argue with me about what size pants I wear. I know what size pants I wear. And so we've got a picture of him <laughs> holding these 40, 44s, and they're like up to his chin yeah. and they're up to here, right? Oh, my God. But So when Jacob worked for me, we were working on these these Porter John pumper trucks. And Jacob has this like oh. long brown hair, right? Mm. We're working on these Porter John trucks, and I walk out there, and I'm like, Jacob. He's like, what? I was like, why didn't you tell me it was leaking? 
He said, it's just clean water. I'm like, Jacob, <sighs> the ball valve's leaking. And he said, I know. He said, it's just clean water. It's just blue water. I'm like, Jacob, <gasps> if it's blue, it means it ain't clean. <laughs> and he's like, no. He's like, they put the blue water in before they pump it into the Porter Johns. I'm like, no. They go to the Porter John. They take the little squirter thing. They pump the blue stuff in. And then they put the water in the Porter John on top of the blue stuff. And it makes it smell better. He's like, eh, whatever. And so he's been laying down on the ground, and he's got this stuff in his hair. He's got little chunks of toilet paper in his hair. Oh, my and God. I'm like, that is disgusting. And I said, Jacob, you take your ass home, and you take a shower. Get that out of your hair. That boy comes to work the next morning with blue water and toilet paper in his oh. hair. Oh, <laughs> that is disgusting. What is going on here? Oh, my God. I don't understand how some people live. Oh. Like, who ties your shoe? No, who, te- who tells you to breathe in and out? Like David. somebody must be telling David. you. David keeps telling me to to, to stop breathing over here. Just hold your breath, man. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's awful. Well, thanks. That's You're welcome. Thank you, thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the Changing the Industry podcast. If you enjoyed the show, do us a favor and leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. And don't forget to set it to automatically download the latest episode. Our efforts with this podcast, the YouTube channel, and the Facebook group wouldn't be possible without the support of our awesome sponsors. So please take a moment, check them out by clicking on the links in the show notes.